Feliz Año Nuevo. Happy New Year's to all of you. May 2019 be a year that uh, brings about uh, all your wishes and uh, desires. Sam Harris. Why did Sam Harris feel the need to talk smack about Chogun Trumpa in his book? <clears throat> What's the name of his book? Uh, Waking Up, A Guide to Spirituality Without Religion. Why did he feel the need to talk smack about Chogun Trumpa? Not only that, but <clears throat> doing so while just totally misrepresenting this paragraph-long quote that he places in his book about Chogyam Trimpa. Um, well, I, I'd like to explore that in this podcast with you. I have a friend, and this uh, friend is a real uh, admirer of um, Sam Harris, and a while back, he, because he knows I'm, I, Chogyam Trimpa is um, my teacher, and <clears throat> he said, hey, did you um, catch that? about um, Chogun Trumpa and uh, Sam Harris's book, and I said, no, no what, what are you talking about? So he showed me <coughs> what I'm referring to here, and so I borrowed, um, at the time I borrowed uh, the book, and I read it, and that's what I want to talk to you about. And it caught my attention because after seeing a few of Sam Harris's uh, YouTube videos, what struck me is that He's so sensitive when people misrepresent him. I mean, literally, he throws fits and tantrums when people misrepresent his positions. So <clears throat> it seemed um, um, totally strange, right, that he would do exactly the same thing, misrepresent someone <clears throat> um, like Chokin Trumpa, just simply to um, score a point and to attempt to distance, distance himself from um, religion and from other uh, teachers and gurus uh, so that his students don't um, uh, perceive him as being, uh, you know, a teacher just like these other teachers that uh, want to push religion on you and whatever, you know, was going through his mind. <clears throat> Um, it just seems to me that uh, in his rush to accomplish whatever he set out to accomplish, he just totally just misrepresents or didn't carefully read this quote by um, Chogun Trumpa or just didn't care, didn't bother. Whatever it is, is uh, still uh, disturbing. So, um, apparently to um, Sam Harris, because he mentions here in his book, um, Chogun Trumpa, had the um, ethical intuitions of a pirate. Sam Harris then goes on to mention that famous party that took place in Boulder, Colorado during the 1970s involving this well-known poet and his wife and the regrettable circumstances under which they were placed. Look, uh, I'm not about to rationalize anything that took place during this party or uh, in any other circumstance involving Chogim Trumpa um, that uh, he 
did or is alleged to have done, I don't think he requires or needs me or anybody else to rationalize uh, his actions and the consequences of his actions. More than any other person that I know, Chogun Trimpa was very capable of owning up to his actions and the ramifications of his actions. So this, uh, this needs to be, to be said. My purpose here in this podcast is pretty simple, is to answer a question that I myself asked when I read this part of Sam Harris's book, and that is, why would he, out of the volumes of, and volumes of teachings, material, right, that uh, Chung Trimpa left behind, why would he just select, like, one paragraph, and not even quote it, because in the middle he uses an ellipsis, those three little dots, which does amount to leaving information out that would have provided more context to this particular passage, but, uh, you know, Sam Harris can easily say, well, you know, I did include enough, and uh, by the way, my point was just to, to be able to use something from Chogun Trumpa in order to communicate how it is that uh, he really felt he was above um, erring uh, morally. He really felt that uh, he was incapable of, of making um, moral, ethical mistakes. So, <clears throat> I think that was the point that Sam was attempting to make. So let me read from Sam Harris's book. This is around 200, page 216 or so. Quote, What uh, one encounters in a person like Trumpa is a mind impressively free of shame. This can be a good thing, provided that one happens to also be committed to the well-being of others. But shame serves a crucial social function. It keeps us from behaving like wild animals. Believing in one's own perfect enlightenment is rather like driving a car without brakes. Not a problem if you never need to stop or slow down, but otherwise a terrible idea. The belief that he could live beyond conventional moral constraints is explicitly put forward in Trumpa's teachings. And this is a quote that um, Sam Harris selects from Chogun Trumpa's book, Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism. Um, I wonder if he read this classic of Chogun Trumpa Rinpoche. Hmm, just, uh, just a thought. So, um, he, Sam Harris uses this, this quote I'm about to read to, I guess, justify his view of Chogun Trumpa Rinpoche as being an um, institutional, uh, ethical kind of pirate. So here's the incomplete passage from Chogun Trumpa's Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism that Sam Harris attempts to use, um, I guess, to portray Chogyam Trumpa as, as I said, as a, an institutional ethical pirate. And uh, here's the passage that Sam Harris uses. Morality or discipline is not a matter of binding oneself to a fixed set of laws or patterns. For if a bodhisattva is completely selfless, a completely open person, then he will act according to openness. 
and will not have to follow rules. He will simply fall into patterns. It is impossible for the Bodhisattva to destroy or harm other people because he embodies transcendental generosity. He has opened himself completely and so does not discriminate between this and that. He just acts in accordance with what is. Dot, 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 dot. If we are completely open, not watching ourselves at all, but being completely open and communicating with situations as they are, then action is pure, absolute, superior. Dot, dot, dot. It is an often used metaphor that the Bodhisattva's conduct is like the walk of an elephant. Elephants do not hurry, they just walk slowly and surely through the jungle one step after another. They just sail right along. They never fall, nor they make mistakes. Sam Harris then immediately goes on to say, The state of freedom and effortless goodwill that Trungpa describes here undoubtedly corresponds to an experience that certain people have and to a perception, parentheses, whether true or not, parentheses, that others can form about them. But boundless compassion is one thing, inerrancy is another. The notion that one is incapable of making mistakes poses obvious ethical concerns, no matter what one's level of realization. Anyone who has studied the spread of Eastern spirituality in the West knows that these elephants often stumble, even stampede, injuring themselves and many others in the process. In other words, right here Sam Harris is communicating to his followers. You see, I'm not like these guys, Chogim Trumpa Rinpoche, who is ethically unhinged, has no ethical and moral standards to follow. He thinks he can just do as he pleases, and that as he does so, that he will not uh, injure others. He believes he's like that uh, elephant, right? Steady along, one step at a time, never hurts himself or others, but uh, Sam communicates. Uh, we know that uh, eventually some elephants do stampede, they go crazy, and they do end up creating lots of chaos and, and harm. And, um, you know, he wants to portray Chogin Trumpa as this kind of uh, elephant. Well, you know, when I read this, I, I said to myself, what uh, what the hell is he doing? What What is he attempting to do right here, Sam Harris? Because I've seen some of his YouTube videos, and I was scratching my head because <clears throat> many times over, as he talks about meditation, he he conveys the very kind of message that that you know if if you were to just have spend a little bit of time and effort attempting to to understand what Chicken Trumpa is is referring to here, or or even if he had bothered to let's say call his spiritual mentor, which he has mentioned, um, Mister what um, Joseph Goldstein, and um, you know, he should have said, Joseph, um, I'm having a little bit of 
problems comprehending this passage by Chagam Trimpa. Can you please help me out? I think it would have taken Joseph Goldstein um, a minute to have read the passage and told Sam, Hey, Sam, buddy, uh, <laughs> you're totally misreading Chagam Trimpa right here. He's uh, very clearly saying something that you yourself struggle often with as you attempt to communicate with your audience of the benefits of uh, meditation practice. Um, Chogun Trumpa is actually pretty clearly saying here that one of the benefits of meditation is, uh, and it's connected with this paramita of generosity, and what Chogun Trumpa is saying here is that when we practice meditation, that the outcome of that is we gradually don't take ourselves as seriously as we used to. That that identification with <clears throat> this solid sense of me, of who I am, who I should be, is eroded gradually, little by little. And that um, the outcome of that is that um, we free ourselves up quite a lot. Things open up a lot for us because we're no longer so uh, fearful about who and what we are and what needs to be protective about ourselves because um, before we meditated, it was perceived to be, well, you know, something that needed to be protected because it would seem so real and solid and lasting and independent to us from others and things. And so it needed to be protected. Uh, and uh, the fear of uh, not being able to protect that, well, um, just didn't allow us to, to be able to see things as open and freely as we otherwise uh, can. But through the practice of meditation, we're able to relax on that, on that uh, view about who and what we are, and that connects us more, much more with the immediate situation and conditions in front of us, which require our appropriate uh, response. And that is Sam Harris. This is what I believe his mentor, <coughs> Joseph Goldstein, would have told Sam Harris. That's what Chogim Trumpa is communicating right here. So you're uh, somewhat misreading him, buddy, and uh, that's not cool. And then probably um, Joseph Colston would have added, he would have said, uh, Sam, um, I know you well. I know that you're into this Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and uh, I'd like to, to just let you know that, um, you know, this guy, Jogin Trimpa, is um, is well aware of what um, discipline entails, and um, you often talk about your own Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and um, you connect it with um, meditation practice, and you share with your audience what uh, uh, the analogy here between Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and meditation is, and that um, you know you train. You train to respond to being in positions, right, with this your opponent, 
and that uh, if your training is well, you don't have enough time to uh, mentally jerk yourself off and say to yourself, oh, uh, I'm in this particular situation, this person has me under this particular hold, uh, what is the algorithm here that I am to follow in order to free myself from this situation? It doesn't really quite work like that, right, Sam? Um, what's uh, involved is that due to your training, you uh, instinctively know which uh, response is required given the particular hold this person has on you, and you act accordingly. And this is what Shogim Trumpa is saying in that passage that you um, questionably um, well, misinterpreted in order to um, talk smack about Chogim Trumpa Rinpoche. And that's really what he's referring to. He's referring to uh, that ability on the part of a bodhisattva, on the part of anybody that um, uh, meditates, that there's a, a certain freedom that develops when we move out of our own way, when we stop being our own stumbling block, uh, when we stop um, you know, stumbling over ourselves, over our own egos, over our own self-centeredness, and we start, we stop fearing, right? Uh, relating to that fear that often is fed and fueled because we're so unsure of ourselves and we're so uh, insecure because we have to continually put so much effort and so much energy into protecting this thing that we don't quite, uh, we're not quite sure about, but uh, it just feels so solid, right, about who and what we are. Well, we no longer, due to meditation, have to invest so much time and energy in protecting that. And so we're freed up, just like you are freed up in your jujitsu situations to act in accordance to what the situation in front of you demands of you. And that is what uh, Chogam Trumpa is referring to. That is the kind of freedom and openness that uh, does not require a canon of rules and instructions and moral code to follow because uh, the bodhisattva, the practitioner, is so in tune with what is developing in front of him or her that there is no time, nor is there any effort that needs to be invested in considering carefully, strategically, oh, uh, what should be my response to this given situation? What should I do? What is my, in my best interest? That just doesn't happen. And it doesn't happen, Sam, buddy, um, Joseph Goldstein would continue to inform Sam Harris. It doesn't happen because Chogim Trumpa knows what he's talking about in that passage which you uh, were so selective in inserting your book. He mentions that, um, well, the Bodhisattva, um, as he or she acts completely open in accordance to uh, situations at, at hand, in front of him or her, uh, that require right his response, that his 
or her action accordingly uh, is pure, absolute, superior, because this um, parameter of generosity uh, is about this kind of stuff. It's about um, transcending that ego-centered position, acting from that uh, self-centered point of view, which we are so uh, conditioned throughout our life to respond from, and uh, that's infected with, with fear, with hesitation, with anxiety, with uh, what if I choose incorrectly and it doesn't benefit me, it doesn't suit me, it's not to my advantage. Um, that is the wrong outlook, that is the wrong and um, limited way of responding. And this just does not come into play for Chogyam Trumpa, as he is referring to here, to the paramita of, of generosity, because from this point of view, the action that the Bodhisattva engages is one that is fearless, because it's no longer so preoccupied with protecting something that's something that feels like me, like an I, like what needs to be conserved, protected. That fear of protecting that vague, neither here nor there sense of who I am, no longer dictates the action of the person that has participated in the development of a well-trained mind, and that uh, is an outcome of uh, meditation practice. So there you are. I think this is what uh, Joseph Goldstein would have informed Mr. Sam Harris, if Sam had bothered to have called Joseph and asked his opinion on this passage by Chogyam Trumpa. <coughs> so, at this point, um, I, I really don't think that um, Sam would be at all interested in, um, you know, retrieving or correcting this misinterpretation, which I think was uh, more by design than not. Um, I think it suited his his goals and his purpose well, so he used it. Um, I think um, Sam Harris. Uh, was going places, is going places, and like all uh, ambitious individuals, um, look, um, nothing wrong with a well-driven ambition. I'm not knocking him at all for for it. Um, I think it's part of the that territory that uh, if you um, are going to generate as much popularity and as, as much following as um, Sam Harris has. Well, this is, these are the kind of uh, risks that um, you take. These are the kind of uh, Faustian compromises that you um, must be willing to, to accept and to partake in uh, in order to be able to uh, acquire the, um, <coughs> well, these, those kind of um, popularity goals. Um, so, 
as I may have said uh, earlier, uh, what um, somewhat bothered me ab about this was how sensitive uh, Sam Harris is about being um, misinterpreted, about um, people taking a passage or um, something he said here or there and taking it out of context or not bothering to really understand what he meant or what he was trying to say or what he said. And, um, you know, he's, he's very sensitive about this. And he goes to great lengths to defend himself <clears throat> when he feels thus um, uh, unfairly attacked. And uh, I think he... I think he ought to, right? I think uh, he should go out there and uh, fight for um, and correct people when they uh, don't represent well what he says. <clears throat> but this is uh, this is what came across, right? Uh, as I read this, I scratched my head and I said, "Wow, that's uh, um, convenient of him to take this this passage from Chogim Trumpa." and um, not really even bother to to understand it and uh, worse right to just use it as fodder for um, his own purposes <laughs> <laughs> 